Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to the Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every week me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my co-host, comedian Red Richardson, travel back to a year in history. And we talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the most fucked up things from that year. And this week, we are joined by my very good friend, Red's acquaintance. I I know him, yeah. You know each other. Yeah. Uh, I don't like either of them. <laughs> oh, come on, Tim. It's Tim Renko. Tim Renko. Who was nominated for a BAFTA this year, weren't you, Tim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want more than that? Yeah. What, what, was the, what was the award ceremony like? Long. Long. Boing. I, um, they dressed me up, uh... And when I when I get dressed up, it's a lot like dressing up a cat. <laughs> like I will scratch somebody <laughs> sooner than later. Who was who was who was dressing you? Oh, everyone. But like, was it? Did you get like a stylist? No, no, no. I used my wife. <laughs> <laughs> what did she dress you in? A giant strawberry costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, I it's so because I I got I got a nice suit and I thought it was gonna be bright red because it was called raspberry. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and then it just was purple. You can so pull off a purple yeah, suit it though. It was fine, but I just looked like I so. I I got that suit for free, and then before I found out I got that suit, I got a burgundy suit that was also purple, so I just had, like, five purple suits. I feel like, like, black guys and you can pull off pur- purple suits. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't pull off purple at all. No, no I don't think I could either. No. But, yeah, I feel, uh, I feel like it would suit you. Were you, were you annoyed when you lost? No, no, it was for acting. Red, I, I... they didn't tell him that he lost. Yeah. Oh, okay. We don't need to... He thinks Wait. he won. He thinks that they told him he won. <laughs> he, uh, we... What? <laughs> I gotta go, guys. <laughs> that would be... That would be... That, why? That would be so... 
I feel like just if I was a friend, I would say to someone when they were when they were if I knew they weren't going to win, you know, like someone big was, I'd say, mm. oh yeah, just go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, go to the bathroom. You're not up for a while. And then when they did it, they came back. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you won. Mm. But like uh, the people you who lost, they really don't want to talk about it. So don't you know talk about winning to anyone. Imagine if Tim had won and then made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will smacked him in yeah. the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what, like I. I... I just wanted somebody to smack somebody in the face, <laughs> and no one did. Yeah, that was. I think it should happen every year. Yeah. It's just the best Oscars ever. No one. Yeah. Everyone's going to watch next year. Yeah, because it's a lot better I think than people. They should, they should just combine the Oscars and UFC. Mm-mm. It's amazing how like um, like Will Smith. Now he won't get any roles for. A while. He'll just lay low for a year and he'll be back. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Because also, maybe no one, like, we can't, people cared for a day. But then yeah. it's like, I, I I don't hate Will Smith, you know? I'm not like, I really care. Mm. Like, Yeah, no, I still watch his films. Because you're watching an actor. Also, I heard Chris mm. Rock's tour was, like, not selling. Really? Before, like, not selling really? well. And then apparently, after he got slapped... Yeah, that slap made him millions. Yeah, yeah, like millions in ticket sales. Well, everyone's waiting for him to talk about it. Apparently, he's not. He like sort of just gets up and goes, "I'm not going to talk about that." Oh well, I think the reason he won't talk about it is because the second he talks about it, it will be printed in every paper, right? And he wants to get it right. And he wants to get it and do it on a Netflix Mm-mm, special, mm. obviously. Yeah. So when he talks about it, it's going to be filmed. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I think because yeah, yeah, yeah. he can't. He's. It must be so, and I I do feel like now. It's impo- It's almost impossible for your famous comedian to work out material. Yeah. Because every time you work out material, there's a news article. Like, yeah. he talked about this and this, and these people are offended. And you're like, yeah. but just wait till the special comes out. Well, it's like Eddie Murphy, why he can't come. Well, he says he can't come back because he's like, I just, the minute I get on stage, it's, and I haven't done it for 35 years, so I'm not going to be as good as I was. And then someone's going to film it, and they'll go, look, Eddie Murphy's shit, and he's saying this. Not worked out or anything, you know? And they, well, before COVID, he kept saying, I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back. Then COVID happened. And mm. I haven't heard about it <clears> yeah. since. But Netflix offered him like a trillion dollars for a special. Mm-hmm. They were like, listen, we'll give you, ne- you can own Netflix. Well, everyone will watch it. Yeah. <laughs> that is why they do it, Red. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 why do you, why? What? Why do you think they give him a special? Red finally figures out. Yeah. Is that's how entertainment works. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> that's good. What if they wouldn't watch it? Would they still give him a special? No, probably Oh, not. okay. That makes probably sense. Not. You could put it on YouTube. That's true. Then... <laughs> I'd watch you on there, Eddie. Well, <laughs> that's, that's one view yeah. from, from me. <laughs> I'd watch you watch it, but that would only count as one view, but then it would be How, how funny if he came too. back as a pun guy with props. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like this is this is me now. <laughs> this is why I always wanted to be. <laughs> but yeah, so this year we are we're going back to two thousand and six. Tim, where were you in two thousand and six? Where was uh... he? Was born? Yeah, no, he's, he was born. Well, he's sixteen, 16, 16 years old. Years old. <laughs> he's just had the worst <laughs> life ever. <laughs> when Tim was born, he was a walking, talking boy, and it's like Benjamin Button. He's aging backwards. <laughs> He was an old man, and now he's going, reverting back into a boy. Where were, where were you, Bobby? I was—I think I was in my A levels. Yeah. Two thousand and six. I had just started. I was a year Fuck. into comedy, loving it. Yeah. Doing open mics every night, 
my uncle had died. I was wearing his trench coat. <laughs> well, well, no, it's actually not weird. You know what's weird? It's it's weird when men wear like them dead mum's clothes. No, well, but you're allowed to wear your dad's clothes. Wow, wow. <laughs> Red's bringing some transphobia to the podcast. No, no, no. But you know, it's like the um, psycho and stuff like that. You know, there's something like, oh, he wears his mother's dresses that's associated <laughs> with being a serial killer. Bringing well, up psycho does not make it not transphobic. I'm not being trans. I'm just saying it's like with Jimmy Savile. Everyone goes, I bet he wore his mother's clothes when she was dead. There's a there's a definite oh. stigma to that. Whereas you there can is wear your dad's. But, that's but, what I'm saying. Well, I used to have a, I used to have a joke about how like um I was talking to somebody and they were saying like their dad had died and to feel better about it they'd like wear his like sweaters and I was his like pants. his wife his pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> I haven't washed them for years. <laughs> what was your first, what was your no. material like back then two thousand no but then but oh then, god let me finish my story but then um but then uh, my joke was just that. Like, my mom had just died. Yeah. And it was like, well, I'm not going to, like, wear her dresses, you yeah. know, to feel closer to her. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There's more to the joke. Well, that's basically it. what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Before I was accused of being a transphobic. Yeah. Bigot. Yeah. Yeah, bigot. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bigot. Five minutes in. I'm finished. It's over. Red. Wherever you go, this is what happens. You can't fight it. Like yeah. what? Being called a bigot? Yeah. Well, just being, you know, tell a... You In just, Saudi Arabia, I'm very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> tell us... So you said, what happened to you in Thailand about... What? Blackjack? Oh, this guy came up to me and said, uh, <laughs> you are Blackjack. I said, what? <laughs> and he goes, you're Blackjack. And I was like, who are you doing that? Raises, I think he means Jack Black. I said, Jack Black. He said, yes, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy, um, there was a guy who ran a laundrette that I went to. Very reasonable man. Good prices. Also had a cab service. Um, but he, um, he said, you look like a movie star. And I thought he was just complimenting me. And he kept saying it. He said, movie star every time I walked past him. So I actually ended up, it was a longer way around, but I'd take that way. <laughs> and just so I'd get that little hit of dopamine when he called me a movie star. And then his wife was like, he thinks you're the guy from those movies. So he didn't say, he wasn't saying I look like I should be a movie star. He thought I was Jack Black. <laughs> I don't think. No, I look like him at all. You look that much like no, Jack Black. I don't. And it happens, I get stopped in the street going, you're Jack Black. So Jack Black is a 50-year-old. I know. It's, it's not good. It's not good. He's like 50. And you're like 32. It's, it, oh, it's so funny. On We met this English couple and this lady was like, oh, my! everyone mistakes my husband for Tom Cruise. And I just, like, no one mistakes this man for Tom Cruise. And I was like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> She's like, all oh, my family call him Tom Cruise. He looked nothing like it. Or maybe he just had his personality and height. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. are the two worst things to have about Tom Cruise. I'm a short Scientologist, but otherwise we have nothing in common. <laughs> well, 2006, I was uh, 17. Yeah. Gearing up. I was doing history at A-level. Gearing up, learning for this podcast. Well, that was the beginning of a 15-year a, a journey. Yeah, to where we are now. Wow, 15 years of learning for you. To be sat next to BAFTA-nominated Tim Renko. We're the same age. Were you? Yeah, well, are we? Because I, mean, I was... 
Congratulations. Just say how old you are now, and then we can work it out that way. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born? That's an easier way. I was way. born in 1989. Same with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. that's that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, 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 Tim? What month? September. Red. January. I'm uh, older than Tim. No, you're younger. No, I'm older. I was born in January uh, 1989. Yes, you are. In September. Yes. I need to get my skates on. Got, got no BAFTAs. Yeah. Well, neither does he. He was just nominated. No. <laughs> he lost. Um, 2006 was a very, very traumatic year for animal lovers around the world because Steve Irwin died. I got to say, when Steve Irwin died, I, I came home. And I was living with my friend Adam at the time. And it was on the news. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a crocodile hunter had died by getting stung in the chest by a stingray. Mm-hmm. I laughed the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> like, not like, haha. I mean, dying laughing. It was, it's, yeah, it, death is never fun. Well, it can't, I'm sure it has been it funny. It is funny. Death is hilarious. When a guy says, I'm a crocodile hunter, mm-hmm. and then gets killed by an animal. Yeah. It's like James Bond dying of an asthma attack, isn't it, or something like that? Um, yeah, it was. It was. It, it, it was so sort of not fitting that it was. If you know what I mean, <laughs> like he spent his whole life putting his head in the mouths of crocodiles, and then he just swims over. A, it's on video of it, wasn't there? Remember when YouTube was just like Anything horrible goes. videos, yeah, like yeah. ISIS beheadings. beheadings, and now now there's like right wing guys who get kicked off there for like criticizing the vaccine or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it was a fucking pit that place. No regulation at all. But his daughter's now like does what he does. Um, so she, and I think his son as well. They've carried on the legacy. I feel like uh, they didn't learn. From their father's life and death. Well, I think the crocs are fine. Just stay away from the stingrays. No, but like, (laughs) I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, there might be a message there. Like, just stay away from wild animals. They don't necessarily, like, need you to fuck with them. No. But I think they're into conservation. They may, I I think, even though he was called the crocodile hunter, he did do a lot of conservation. He wasn't even hunting them. He was just finding them and fucking around with them. You know what I mean? I think, no, I think sometimes he was moving them to places, helping them out. I'm so glad you said around. What? I thought you were just gonna. He's just finding them and fucking them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No. But he didn't seem to ever do anything. He'd just stick his head in their mouth and go, "Look at this." <laughs> I feel like he must have been doing like he had such a. Good, I feel like he must have. He had such a good reputation. He must have been like moving them to a zoo or some good shit. Yeah, his TV me. show was never like that. It was just like, what's yeah. the science here? I'll I'm... find a killer whale and stick my dick in his blowhole. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> they hate it. Anyway, that's proved my point. Because I always wonder about the guy that discovered uh, that you could stick your head in crocodiles. No. Yeah, he was suicidal. He's like, come on. (laughs) Why isn't this working? (laughs) He wanted to die. And he's just like, oh, actually, you can do that. (laughs) That'd be a horrible way to go. I think it'd be quick. Or not. Yeah. The or not. What if the teeth just don't quite hit the right arteries? It wouldn't be the teeth. It's like three tons of pressure. Yeah, they just ragdoll you. So you just get crushed. Well, don't they just, they uh, they drown you, don't they, crocodile? Yeah. They do the devil's roll. Yeah. And then they bury you. 
yeah. and eat you like four days later. They just like the meat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They ma- marinate it in bog water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Is this making you hungry, no, Tim? So, uh, <laughs> you want to eat a that dead must be, body? That must be so annoying <laughs> for a crocodile, though. Because now if he kills a human and he's like, good, I'm going to put it there. In four days, me and my family are going to have a great roast dinner, you yeah. know. And then somebody, some human comes back and just takes the body. And takes he's like, away. you're not allowed to kill people. And he's like, let me just have my meat. I can- yeah, it's already dead. Yeah. Or another croc. And he's like, Alan, that's mine. I killed that. <laughs> Get the fuck out. And so I feel like the crocodile hunter would be like, yeah, let me be eaten. Well, I, don't, I think he was I, against it, really. I think. No. Oh, you I, mean, I, I mean, I, like, oh, once he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was against it at the time. Well, the way you said it, the way you said it, it was like he'd just sacrifice himself to the crocodiles. But what, like, how did that come about? And his parents must have had a nightmare with him. Because like, every time he saw a snake in that TV show, he'd just run after it. <laughs> and they just didn't want anything to do with him. Oh. I bet the Animal Kingdom were celebrating <laughs> the day he died. Nor, Nor <laughs> McDonald had an amazing bit he did on The Daily Show a couple months afterwards. Okay. Where he just talked about how, like, how happy the Animal Kingdom <laughs> was. <laughs> Oh really? It was it was so funny. And really? John Stewart's just laughing, okay. but trying not to laugh the whole yeah. time. But like, <laughs> it's it's amazing. And then South Park did that great episode where the devil has a party. Do you remember that? No. And Steve Irwin turns up, and he's like, "No, that's not funny because <clears throat> it's costume party." Steve Irwin turns up, and he's like, no, that's not funny. It's too soon. He's only just died. And he goes, no, I'm actually Steve Irwin. And they're like, well, you're not wearing a costume, so you can't come in. <laughs> but he's in hell? Yeah, yeah. He's in, he's in hell for some reason. I just said, fuck, everyone goes to hell except the mom. Yeah. <laughs> you're terrified of wild animals, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a bit, a bit scared, a bit scared, yeah. Are there any that you're cool with? I might like cats and stuff, but I just I'm just a bit like Ooh. cats. Yeah, cats are fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I, hate I said r- wild animals, <laughs> and you're like, I like cats. Oh, yeah. and they can't be wild cats. They can't be domesticated. Otherwise, so you don't mind a trained I like, cat. I yeah. like the idea that Red's only cool with tigers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm weird with that. I would never I'd never grab a snake by the neck. That's for sure. But no, I just sort of like it, it, it's definitely wary of them. Mm, I yeah, I like like small monkeys. I'm cool with. I love like getting some food in Thailand. When I was in Thailand, I'll get some food and get the tiny monkey to crawl up mm. and sit on my shoulder or sit on my head and play with my hair. Love it. I would never do that ever. I would freak out. I read a thing because we're going to go to this island, and it was full of monkeys. And I just googled monkey attack, and this English woman had been attacked there by a load of monkeys, and the tour guy didn't stop the tour. So she just had to sit on the boat covered in bites for the whole day. <laughs> was it her own fault? Well, she wrote a whole article about it, and then they reached out to the tour guide, and he said, I can't help it if some people want to provoke the monkeys. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what I'm she on did. on the monkeys, right? Yeah, they all, like, went for her. And she said there was, a man, she, there was a man that was there on the tour, not with her, but just on the same tour. And when it happened, he just legged it away. well these monkeys just jumped on her every man for himself sometimes of course of course (laughs) no definitely i remember reading about uh, another monkey attack where this 
this woman, and she just wrote in the funniest way. She's like, my brother is a monkey expert because he's watched all of National Geographic <laughs> programs on monkeys. And it was in Bali. And they went and visited this big monkey forest with temples in it and stuff. And he brought a bag full of bananas to entice the monkeys in, thinking it was like... Oh, no, you can't have and, a bag of bananas for yeah, this attack. They went mental, like swarmed the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they managed, he like threw the bag and then they ran away and then the monkeys were still chasing them. And <laughs> they're like, why are they still here? And the guide was like, what's going on? Like what? And the girlfriend turns out she had a bag of nuts in her pocket <laughs> that she'd refused to throw away. <laughs> There's monkeys in Indonesia that I've learned... And if they, if they take your cell phone, you'll give them food to get the cell phone. <laughs> 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 they're like hostages. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're yeah. taking you hostage. Yeah. That's great. Great. Yeah, there was this. There was this comic in Canada, and he. Uh, I don't know if I've told this joke on the podcast, but we had a great joke. His name Boyd Banks. Uh, he was like, uh, <laughs> he was saying like, yeah, there was this, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but there's this chimp and, uh, he, uh, the chimp ripped off a woman's face mm -hmm. and then the woman got a face transplant. Uh, but I think if a chimp rip rips off a woman's face, uh, she should get the chimp's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eye for an eye, face for a face kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, uh, what's funny is I wrote that joke like three years ago uh, when a chimp ripped off another woman's <laughs> face. And I thought, oh, that joke's not topical anymore. Then lucky for me, <laughs> another chimp ripped off another monkey. It was so good. Well, people will always, get, yeah, they always have them as pets, don't they? Stuff yeah, having a up. chimpanzee. Yeah. I don't understand how like a, we went from like, because there was a, a period where there's like a sense, like a monkey can smell nuts. Mm -hmm. like 20 feet away mm -hmm. we can't do that like we definitely evolved from these creatures but we lost stuff we lost our sense of smell yeah we've managed strength we, still... we just got weaker and more pathetic mm -hmm. as creatures we could still climb trees that'd be amazing like, what happened there yeah if you just swing through the trees to work they're so against like genetic mutation for human beings but it's like can you if you could make me into a bit more orangutan you my know, life would be amazing i would love a tail yeah <laughs> it would help with your balance it would Tim. Help so much. i think you'd suit a tail yeah. as well <laughs> yeah you do look like someone that should have a tail, have a tail. it wouldn't surprise me at all if you already do <laughs> What would you? What animal trait would you want <laughs> if you could have anything? Fly, obviously. With wait, but I... no. With what would you want? Bird wings or like disgusting insect <laughs> wings? Yeah. Eagles wings? No, no, no. You have a fly's <laughs> wings, like bzzz, they like just like they wouldn't hold me up. No, they I just would. have these two useless propellers. <laughs> kind of like kind of like, like a beetle. You'd be like a, one of those little fat flying beetles. <laughs> I would want, like, a chameleon's eyes. They can just rotate 360 degrees. How? What? Like, they can see behind them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What good would that do, though? It wouldn't do good. It'd just be disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I'd want a poisonous venom. I think that'd be the best. What, when you bit people? No, it'd be... Yeah, well, because anyone starts a fight with me and I just spit at them and they die. (laughs) That'd be amazing. Like, I'd just meet a UFC fighter. You know, people always pick a fight with, like, UFC fighters. And it'd it'd be like... (laughs) It would be like a viral video, right? Because it's just me walking up to, like, Conor McGregor and pushing him. And uh, then Conor McGregor would go to punch me in the face, and I'd just go, and just spit at him, and Conor McGregor would just die, and I'd go, yes, I am now the champion. Where's my belt? It'd be amazing. Flying would be good, though. Mm. Although, you just get bugs hitting you in the face yeah. all the time. No, not if you go high enough. No? You, yeah, yeah. once bugs live in the clouds. Well, but- Cloud bugs. <laughs> Cloud bugs. If humans could get animal uh, appendages, does that mean animals would get human? Like, would you trade your arms for flies? No, I wouldn't. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you're. I wouldn't at all. Then you, yeah, that's how it works. You could <laughs> yeah. just be a fly with arms. You get yeah. something, or you you have to you have lose. to give back. Yeah, you have to give back. You gain, but you lose. Yeah. What it's... would you give for a tail, Tim? Oh. <laughs> oh, so much. I'd give a nipple. What do I need a nipple for? Yeah. I'd give both my nipples. I s- I I'd s- give one nipple to give and another one just as a tip. I've still never... <laughs> I, 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 I've still never have anyone successfully explain to me why men have nipples. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's, it's pointless. For nipple rings. I guess, but like evolutionary, <laughs> what evolutionary level? Um, so you can circle them whilst looking at people and it freaks them out. It's I like thought a... it's because you, you start as embryotically everyone's female. That's not, I don't think that's true, Tim. We've said a lot of stuff on this <laughs> podcast. I don't know if that's true. We're not all born chicks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Beyonce. Yeah. No, it's because you start out with the X chromosome in the egg. And then it's the sperm later that gives you the Y. Jody's giving the thumbs up saying it's true. Yeah, but Jody doesn't have a thyroid. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we have to... I thought you were going to say Jody doesn't have a thumb. Like we have my my nipples are unnecessary, but Jody's missing a pivotal part to be human. (laughs) Jody, Jody, I was I was reading about a guy who um who who his thyroid stopped working and he like he had surgery and then the 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 the, the, like when he woke up from it he was just like laughing hysterically and then sobbing. (laughs) <laughs> and I really think you should look into how not having a thyroid has affected you. <laughs> like, this guy didn't have one for ten minutes, and it really fucked him up. <laughs> you have a mic today, Jody. Yeah, where am I? Yeah, I do. Okay, so that so it's not actually, like, like family genetic mental health that I am how I am. It's, it's the fact I don't have a thyroid. I think there's a, a strong chance that your lack of thyroid has made you who you are. Jody, can you just fill our audience in on how there was an article about you in the paper for not having a thyroid? All right, yeah, one second. Um, 
so yeah, I was in the paper uh, when I was one year old on my first birthday in the local paper. Um, let me let me just bring it up. Sorry, and uh, like it was you saved. have the article on hand, which it's is so saved, weird. Saved. It's just, it's just wallpaper on the <laughs> phone. <laughs> it's on the front of my own website. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Jody, that's so weird. Does that help with work? <laughs> I have no not. thyroid. Clearly doesn't. Help. I this man. This is, this is what drew us to you, Jody. We've found this guy without a thyroid who can produce a podcast. <laughs> Jody, why is it on your website? That's really weird. Take it off, Jody. It's, it's, Take it, it off. says from the very beginning, I knew I was different. <laughs> <laughs> I knew as if you were speaking, but you're one year old. Um, so, yeah, um, it's about me celebrating my first birthday, uh, just like any ordinary child. <laughs> um, thanks to a blood screening test. I was born in uh, UCH and in 82 when I was born. Uh, it wasn't common to just procedure to test every baby for a thyroid, and I was born in the hospital where they were doing a trial should they test it and i was the 100th baby in the country okay. that that came up as having not had one but at first i was just a really quiet baby and my parents thought I, they had the best baby in the world just really chill and then they had me tested out and they're like no 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 no, this baby doesn't have a thyroid so yeah then they started giving me the thy- thyroxine and i woke up and i was yeah loud as any other baby would be and the local paper thought this was big enough news to let everyone know about it. And, and you thought it was big enough for your website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, as I told you before, not on the podcast, I don't think that, yeah, even after they found this, my mum was told I wouldn't get any GCSEs. <laughs> At one years old. Probably not to expect that. Yeah. He's not going to get, he won't expect any GCSEs from me. Yeah. But Jody, do you know of other thyroidless, uh, other, the other people who lack thyroids? I, I hope that had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with the thyroid. <laughs> but this is totally separate. He's not got a fucking chance of doing any well any well in exam. Yeah, they just looked at you, Jody, and they're like, nah, not gonna happen. Did you get any GCSEs, Jody? I did, yeah. I actually got ten. Yeah. Uh and I got every possible um result you could get. Oh. I got A B C D E F G. The sad part was that. Jody thought that that was good. He was like, this is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Well everyone's trying to get all A's. I managed to get have, like try and get every result. That's, yeah, that's that, yeah yeah. It's like a full house or what you know, yeah, you well so, done. Yeah. So more astray. But Jody okay. So do you know how the other people that thyroids have done? Yeah. No, I, I think I'm the most successful person. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> How common is it not to have a thyroid? To be born without one, yeah, I think, yeah, is yeah. pretty uncommon. Lots of people have deficiencies and have underactive ones or overactive ones or have them removed. I think, yeah, people are pretty surprised when they hear I was yeah. born without one completely. But, mm. um, yeah, it, it was. They, so it says in the paper what you're alluding to. It says, and I'm quoting, so mm. it's all right. If the deficiency had gone undetected, he would have grown up mentally and physically retarded. <laughs> oh my God. So lucky you, and also you wouldn't, you know, this pod may never be. So, thank God they found out. Jody, I have one question. 
uh, I've heard a theory, and I kind of believe it. Did you have you heard this theory that the 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 human soul actually lives in the thyroid? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That says it in the same article. Yeah, right? yeah. does it really? Yeah. So they're saying you don't have a son. You're one years old and you're being trashed in the local news. Red, I'm obviously lying. Okay. I was just saying Joni doesn't have a soul. Well, I don't know. The language they were using in that. Bullshit. <laughs> Red, Red's so colourful. Well, I don't know. It's the 80s. They believed a lot of stuff. <laughs> the soul lives in the thyroid. Well, here's a good time to move on. 2006, very sad year, if you like dictators. Brutal dictators. Saddam Hussein executed by hanging. Do you remember that? Televised. Everyone watched it. I watched. Yeah. Very sad time. Um, for, for the Hussein family. For the Hussein family. He was found in a hole... With a gold AK-47 and half a million dollars in cash. And he said, my name is Saddam Hussein and I'm ready to negotiate. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I think that ship has sailed, buddy. There was, I found some amazing uh, facts about him. Can Mm -hmm. I read? Yeah, go, go. All right. Just like a good fact list. Yeah. I read a book about him and there's a lot of interesting stuff in it. Um, Well, a fact list is like a book, but Mm. much more concise. Okay, cool. Uh, he offered to debate George W. Bush live on TV. That would have been great. In an effort to prevent the American invasion of Iraq, the dictator offered to debate George Bush uh, in a three-hour interview with CBS News. He offered a satellite link-up to debate the U.S. president. I'm ready to conduct a direct dialogue and debate with your president. I will say what I want, and he will say what he wants. The White House said the offer wasn't a serious one. But Hussein reiterated his stance. Uh, like, how funny is that? He was like, no, no, let's just have a debate. Let's just talk They're about- like, no, nah, we're going to kill you. And he's like, I'd like, let's just talk. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, they no. should have taken that up because it might have yeah. saved a lot of lives. I, I remember feeling that about the Iraq war was, why doesn't George Bush and Saddam Hussein just fight one on one? Well, that's that would everyone, have been great. Yeah, 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 much, yeah. much rather than that. Saddam Hussein would have beat the shit yeah. out of George oh, he Bush. Killed him. Absolutely. I don't know. He Absolutely killed him. If you can dodge a shoe, you can dodge a dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> and a punch. Yeah. When did George Bush dodge a shoe? In Iraq. I knew that. Really? Yeah. Somebody just took the shoe off and just shocked it at him. Yeah. Well, I don't you, that too. Yeah, and that you were like snorting ketamine or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, I was probably studying history. <laughs> okay. Red, you were at home reading the Odyssey and the Iliad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were studying about thyroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like Zelensky would batter Putin. Well, Putin's apparently knows karate. I think I don't think it's karate. I think it's um judo. Yes. Crab manga or whatever it's called. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, what? What's that? What's that thing called? What, what is it called, Red? Crab manga. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what I think it's called kicky kicky punchy daisy. <laughs> crab manga. Crab manga. No, crab manga. It's called crab maga. Crab maga. It's not cool. It's, I bet you don't say that. But you said crab, crab, <laughs> crab, manga. Crab, man, crab, manga. You said crab like a crab and then manga yeah, like a Japanese. Yeah, I got two letters wrong. Graphic novel. I got two letters wrong. <laughs> yeah, but two letters are a big deal, nah, you know? sometimes they're not. Um, <laughs> military self-defense and fighting system developed for the Israeli Defense Forces. So he apparently knows that, which is boxing, wrestling, judo, aikido. 
pretty pretty solid stuff. But Zelensky's got the heart, I think. Do you know? You think, yeah. Imagine how bad that would be <laughs> if they decided to have a fight, but they were like, look, this doesn't affect the war. <laughs> and then Putin just... Like Ivan Drago'd him, like in Rocky. No, but Putin would like use the whatever dirty tactics. He'd use steroids. He'd probably like what's that thing they gave Litvinenko the uh, plutonium? Yeah, yeah. He'd inject him with that. You know, (laughs) you know, Gladiator when um, Joaquin Phoenix comes in and Russell Crowe's like tied up and he's gonna have a one-on-one with him. He's like, "Hug me, brother." And then he, when he hugs him, he stabs him in the back five times before the, before the fight. That's exactly what Putin would do if he was having a one-on-one with Zelensky. This is a quick documentary about, like, the, the scandal, the ice skating scandal where the French judge voted for the Russian guys. No, right. Do you okay. remember that? No, but that's another. That, I mean, that always happens. Yeah, every, every fucking year, there's a Russian like scandal. 2004, mm. uh, the French judge got bribed by the Russians to vote for them, supposedly. And evidently, it was like a tit for tat sort of deal where the French were supposed to vote for the Russians, and then the Russians were supposed to vote for the. French in another sport, and the Russians just didn't do it. <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah. Well, that's so the thing funny. about when you agree to cheat for each other, yeah, yeah. you can't be like, excuse me, um, I'd like to complain because I cheated and they said they cheat for me. Yeah, 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 yeah you can't do it. Yeah, it's great. That's so funny. It's like... It's Every like, tournament that's with the Russians, so you yeah. find out there'll be like a fifteen-year-old girl. Oh yeah, the, who's built like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in the shot put or something like that. Well, in the Winter Olympics, <laughs> that girl in Beijing, she was a figure skater, and they found like this steroid in her system, and she clearly should have been disqualified. Yeah, and then they're like. We're going to let her play because she's 15 and she didn't know. And it's like, and that doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, she didn't. It's not like she decided how to train. She is yeah. like a child soldier of the. <laughs> like, and she'll probably die when she's 20 because of the side yeah, effects yeah, yeah, yeah. of this thing. It's That's not her fault, but she also shouldn't be allowed to compete to encourage. There was a boxing match, Canelo Alvarez, and he fought this Russian guy at Bivol. And it was really like a month ago. And instead, it was three weeks ago. Instead of saying. He's from Russia because they knew that, you know, so much bad sentiment. The announce just went from Florida. <laughs> so they just changed where he is from <laughs> just when they announced him, just so the fight could kind of go ahead without. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jews floored. I don't know. It's like he's clearly not. He's like fucking so obviously not. This hench Russian dude. Yeah, yeah, clearly. He won as well. He's like, there's loads of bad Russian feeling. It's like, yeah. <laughs> At the moment, you know. But I read Saddam Hussein's book, not written by him, um, <laughs> memoir, my memoirs by Saddam is a tell-all memoir. No, and uh, when he was a kid, he was, so his mum was a prostitute and, um, he basically ended up murdering everyone who knew that his mum was a prostitute, <laughs> apart from the guy who wrote this book. <laughs> but there's so much fucked up. When he was a kid, his favourite game was to heat up iron pokers, um, you know, the stoke fires, and then he'd heat them up to their white hot, and then he'd go up to cows and stick them in them. And that was kind of his, like, um, 
Peppa Pig. <laughs> he was a psychopath. He was a psychopath from the minute he was born. That's a strange episode of Peppa Pig. <laughs> yeah, well, well often violent psychopaths have mm. very over-sexual mothers and violent yep, fathers. Yep, That's yep. like the magic combo. Stalin. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a whole study on that. But um, And then there was another thing where he was... Um, <laughs> just go with it Tim, otherwise <laughs> i know when i said that i was like who oh, the fuck am i <laughs> i just that old study that old study <laughs> there's tory politicians with more credibility than me at the moment <laughs> yeah michael fabricant if we had michael fabricant on this podcast every 10 minutes he'd be like this is a waste of my time yeah there's a whole study on that that's what an idiot says when he's, know what he's talking about <laughs> no but there was <laughs> Why does your Google history just say tractors? <laughs> tractor, tractor, tractor. I just like pictures of tractors. No, he had this guy who was, he was not happy with, and he brought him in for a meeting, and there was a, Saddam's mate was sat next to him, and he's like, you've been fucking up too much. And Saddam pulled out a gun and shot his friend in the head and then turned to the guy and was like, that's my mate. Imagine what I'm going to do to you. You got to prove a point, I guess. Yeah, you just suppose you do. And then his son Uday was in the wheelchair because of the assassination attempt. Do you remember that? And if you see, there's a film called uh, Devil's Double or something where a guy was paid to be Uday's body double, which is the worst job in the world because you have to pretend to be someone that millions of people want dead. <laughs> <laughs> But, and when they say paid, I think it's still just forced. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's not like they're yeah. like, "Oh, you want to quit and go back to university? We support you in your decision." Yeah, he was like a monster. Like, like it's like if Brooklyn Beckham didn't just do like bad photography, but actually just tortured and murdered people <laughs> instead. You, you know, he um he like killed a lot of people. He used to go to weddings and like <laughs> steal the bride and stuff. Um, I think he was some somewhat misunderstood as a Who guy. No, it's Saddam, because oh, Saddam. I don't know if you know this, but do you know he received the key to the city of Detroit? What? Yeah. What? What? Wait, well, during the war, Detroit was like, look, we know. <laughs> yeah, Detroit isn't doing well. No, they, they, looked at, they looked at Iraq during the war, and they were like, that looks a lot like Detroit. <laughs> Twinned with Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you're not far away. So the year he took power in Iraq, Hussein received a congratulatory note from Reverend uh, Jacob Yasso in Detroit. The dictator sent Yasso and his, and his congregation of Chaldean Christians $250,000. Chaldeans are a sect of Christianity with roots in modern-day Iraq. Uh, so uh, Yasso presented the key to Detroit to Saddam Hussein. He was invited to come to Baghdad and meet Saddam, and while there he presented the Iraqi di dictator with that key. What year was this? Well, yeah, that was like when he became like early 80s. I know, because he, yeah. he took power from... The Muslim guys, right? Yeah, he did a yeah. drive-by. They assassinated some leader yeah, as well. Yeah, but like a Muslim leader. Mm, I think he was Sunni, but he didn't yeah. actually care. You know, yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. actually religious. It was yeah. like... Also, he did other good things. He, he pledged $94 million to help America's poor. 
Right, like Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> he pledged. Don't the same thing. Yeah, they're synonymous. And a donation are synonymous. When you buy a house, you don't pay all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mental. But what was funny? No, he said it was the reason was humanitarian aid for the homeless and wretched Americans living in poverty. And how much of this pledged? <laughs> well, it was a pledge. It doesn't. He's, he's still gonna pay it, like yeah, Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, he would. Gonna pay it, but then he's dead. in the way. So it's it slowed it down, but he's still gonna pay it. He plans to pay it. It's like Dumb and Dumber with that bag full of IOUs. <laughs> you want to keep hold of that one? It's worth four hundred thou. <laughs> um, something less, um, you know, good about Saddam is that he he did wipe out an entire civilization. Oh, the Kurd. Uh, no, the water, he was in it. Saddam accused Iraq's uh, what they're called Marsh Arabs of colluding with Iranians during the the Iraq-Iran War, uh, and in order to kill them all easier, he drained the legendary marshes, once thought to be biblical Garden of Eden. So the nine thousand square kilometer area was slowly dwindling to seven hundred and sixty by the time of the two thousand and three Iraq invasion. So these people lived in these marshlands, right? Yeah, I think that was the case. So he just it? drained. Their marshlands, so they couldn't. They had nowhere to. What? Like, so you just stuck a thing and went. I don't know how you drain it, but they. Yeah. He flushed it. You found the little flusher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The button that said "Do not press." This. Do not press. <laughs> and he just went. And the people inhabiting those wetlands were either killed or forced to flee Saddam. After the dictator's ouster, the Iraqis destroyed the dams, preventing water from flowing back into the wetlands, and its ancient inhabitants started to return. And then ISIS attacked. <laughs> of course. Well, you know, when he went to Kuwait, he was one, he was like four miles until the Americans got involved, four miles away from having one eighth of the world's wealth, <laughs> which I don't think he would have spent on. Soup kitchens, you know. <laughs> there would have been a lot of pledging. But... <laughs> so, he was a sometimes misunderstood guy, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. We, we all make mistakes. Like, did you know Saddam thought the U.S. gave him the green light to invade Kuwait? What a misunderstanding <laughs> what, that is. Why did he think that? Well, uh, <laughs> President Bush, the original Bush, uh, his ambassador to Iraq uh, named April uh, Glassby told Hussein the U.S. did not want a trade war with Iraq. Saddam committed to peace so long as the Kuwaitis agreed to meet OPEC production standards. You know, keep pumping out that oil at a reasonable rate. And uh, we have no opinion on the Arab-Arab conflicts like your border disagreement with Kuwait. The instruction we had during this period was that we should express no opinion on the issue and that the issue is not associated with America. Uh, And then April said to Saddam... I've made a huge mistake. So pretty much. Uh, Saddam, she thought it was like a wink, wink, you know. No, but Saddam got told, like, listen, whatever you do with Kuwait, we're not going to fuck with you. And then mm. he did. And then the U.S. bombed the fuck out of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a bit mean on him then, I suppose. Yeah. I know. mean, it was almost like a setup. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. It's not nice. You tell a kid he can eat some cake and then you start shouting at him afterwards. He also received a UNESCO award for raising the Iraq's quality of life. The Iraq's. The Iraq's. <laughs> I meant to say Iraq's, but I said the Iraq. I don't know what Iraq... Well, that was pre-what like what we know about Saddam now. Because all these dictators at the beginning of their, mm-hmm. 
the very beginning of their reign, they're usually like fun, cool guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for like a week. And then yeah, they start mm-hmm. to get up to everything they've always wanted to get up to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's that week where they're just cool guy, you know, and uh, yeah, he built schools, roads, hospitals, carved out a public health care system that was top in the region. Oh, nice. I know this list I found. Yeah, I actually like him. It's on it's on military.com. And I got to say, I think whoever wrote it really likes Saddam mm-hmm. Hussein. Well, I, this is what the press don't tell you about him. Well, yeah, nice all the nice him. things he did. Do but, we even get, you know, everyone goes, oh, it's all about oil. Do we even get any oil? Where is the oil? I don't know. Because everyone goes, oh, it's about oil. And you go, I hope it's about something. Because otherwise, it's a fucking waste of. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? It's still in Iraq. Well, they think, they think they pump it, but then there's been war there for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> ISIS fucked over one of his sons. Um, man, the, the Hussein family just can't get a break They lately. really can't, man. They're cursed like the Kennedys. Um, <laughs> but his. So I see there was like $40 million in the central bank in Iraq. And one of Saddam's sons was like, met up with this ISIS guy and was like, you help me get this money and we can start a militia together. And the ISIS guy didn't respect the deal and stabbed him in the back and got all the money and took it out, went to northern Iraq and, and started there, which is very, very mean. I think I would have just taken the money and not started ISIS. Yeah, just move to, a, like... Dubai, du- or, no, like... No, I'd go to Hawaii or something. Well, I don't know if America would want you. Yeah, you know, I suppose you'd have to find somewhere I that... I think if you have enough money... Yeah, mm. if you have enough money, anybody wants you eventually. Yeah, you just give the government, like, five million, move to Belize or something like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Build a really nice house. I bet he was thinking that when he was in a foxhole getting shot at and <laughs> blown up. He's well, like... he got a drone strike now. Can you imagine that? The paranoia you'd have... That you could just be sat there and someone, some fat guy sat on a couch in Texas can control a thing that just flies through your window. Oh, you know what I'd do if I lived in Baghdad just to mm. fuck with people? Like if I knew where like people were hiding out, I'd just get one of those little normal drones <laughs> no, and just fly it around their house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They're creepy, those things, because they flash yeah. and they use them in like Australian stuff for animal, like um, wildlife, so sharks and stuff like that. Okay. So they come down, they flash, so people know that there's a shark, but they don't know where. So they're just like, <laughs> so if a drone comes near, but I was in when I was in Thailand, I was in the sea, and this drone just kept like going like that and just flashing. I'm like, he's either a pervert or or there's something near me. You know, it was it was quite unsettling. Was he the drone like looking at you? Yeah, it was like yeah. so just above me. And did there was, like, they a woman think there. you were a shark? Maybe they did. <laughs> On land, he looks like Jake Black. In the water, he looks like a shark. <laughs> You're that guy from Jaws. Yeah. Did you kill Steve or? <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up with another fact, Red. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. 2006. Microblogging and social networking service website Twitter launched. I don't re- recall hearing about Twitter till like 2010. You weren't on the ground floor like some of us. No. We. When did you get Twitter? 2015. Really? I don't remember. Yeah. You could probably find out. I could go on your thing and find out. I will. I'll do that now. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get it till 2015, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't know when I got it. I don't care about it. It's a weird sell Twitter about how big it's gotten. Because imagine someone going, like, it's just people like go on there and they argue. 
2011, Bobby. I was in early. Bobby met two followers following 10,000 people. Weird. Um, That's not true. <laughs> That's a blatant lie. I have 10,000 followers. And all his posts are just... Thank you for sexy good time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, imagine if they do people do that on Twitter? Click it for sexy. What's stuff. weird about Twitter is they let you put up porn. Yeah, people have porn. Yeah. Like, like straight up, they're like, "Listen, we don't like your opinion on the vaccine, but if you want to watch <laughs> a woman eat a man's ass while he sits on the edge of a bed, we are fine with that." I mean, they've kind of changed this because my show, my show is called Jack. Mm-hmm. And your my, sitcom, your BAFTA-nominated sitcom, BAFTA called Jack on BBC. On BBC. That has just been announced that it got a third well, series. Season, mm. But the, the first season, the producer wanted to start hashtag Jack. Hashtag <laughs> Jack. Just a ton of masturbation. <laughs> Hashtag jerk. It's so funny. It's where I learned the term wank battle. Wank battle. Yeah. What does that mean? I I couldn't like. It's it's two guys wanking, and I don't know if the one that comes first wins <laughs> <laughs> or the one well it's easy to not come so I feel like it must <laughs> be the one who comes <laughs> first you just yeah. sat across Do, else. I feel like the only way for that to be fair if it is a competition is for you to they both have to watch the same porn yeah you know I think that's it. I, I imagine it like doodling banjos like you start out with you like do 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 <laughs> But you'd have to, yeah, because if they could choose what they wanted and the, the object was to last yeah. longer, someone could just whack on like nine eleven yeah, video yeah, yeah. or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then when you do come to that, oh, you've lost. <laughs> you've lost a lot more than just the, just the battle. Yeah. I think your family would stop talking to you. I think your family might be just like like ashamed of the fact that you're publicly having masturbation battles with other men online. I don't think it's like, listen, son, you know, we were when we found out that you were masturbating in competitions, we were suspicious. We didn't know if it would if it, it's the career path you should take. But then but then you started getting some notoriety and we realized our son really likes to jerk off and we're proud of him. You know, we were proud of you. My parents never understand what I want. <laughs> they never respected me. And then it becomes a big sport and yeah. they make like a Jordan-style documentary about you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you still have Lorraine Bracco in your show? Is she going to yeah. be in Have you met her? Yeah, Red, Red yeah, was yeah. just thinking of things that make him come. <laughs> oh, God's sake. No, she's in The Sopranos. Yeah. Brilliant. Wait, I, who is she in The Sopranos? I she's Dr. Melfi. Oh yeah! Have that you is watched great. Tim's show? No, I sorry, I the name Lorraine Bracco confused me. Yes, I watched Tim's show. Mm. I just get Why? confused. Well, because of all the other Sopranos actresses <laughs> in Tim's show. No, but she. Yeah. I am so awesome. <laughs> What's she like? Is she nice? It's like pigeons. Once you give one a job, they all oh the Sopranos cast. No, How she, many pigeons have you yeah. given jobs to? <laughs> so, so many. I know she's great. Uh, yeah. And she, she just films it over Zoom from America. Yeah. That has to be the best job. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I want that job. Does she do it in a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one day, she yeah. does all her scenes. Yeah, yeah. 
What a great life. How did you end up getting her? Ah, uh, that's a good question. The lady we we had, who I, I think believe the... was the um lady from Seinfeld, I think. Uh, Julia Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. She um she dropped it. like so she signed like an agreement like. You have these agreements where, like, yeah, you can say I'm gonna be in it for the pitch. Yeah, okay. So she had that, and then she dropped out like a day before filming. No, so we just called like everyone, and it, it's kind of that thing when you're so desperate, you're willing to approach people that are way out of your. Range. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Because she's won an Oscar, yeah, I think, yeah, for yeah, Goodfellas. Yeah. Or she yeah. was nominated. 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 But yeah, like yeah. Tim, like, like another Tim. nominee. Two fucking losers. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's massive, and though. I, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, Sopranos and then Jerk. Yeah, I know. The, <laughs> the, 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 Good fellas, surprises and jokes. Did you tell her what a wank battle was? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but I will. I think it, it's just, it's just, yeah, it, I hope it gets recognized as a sport soon. Yeah, me mm. too. So, so Twitter's 16 years old. Twitter is kind of like a 16-year-old. That makes it sense. It is like, it's, it's moody, fucking up and down, hormones Whiny. all over the place. Yeah, it's terrible. Angry teen. It's going nuts at the moment. It's always going nuts. Every day is a war on Twitter, I think Twitter, the more it? time I spend on Twitter, the more I emotionally regress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it keeps oh, yeah. you in a state of adolescence. Yeah. Because everything is a simple, one-way, angry, or sad argument with no nuance no 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 no. you just can't get nuance in like 140 characters uh i could get nuance in 140 characters saddam hussein complicated guy did some great things did some things we're not going to talk about (laughs) i think that's some people hated him i loved him goodbye saddam 140 that's way longer than no 140 saddam hussein Big dick like to party. <laughs> Do you think you could beat him in a wank battle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, only because that guy seems to shit. I bet it takes a lot to make him come. I'm simple. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's always... There's no peace days on Twitter. Have you noticed that? People who make it their life to be on Twitter, yeah. like, there's no days where it's like, oh, this is a good day. Yeah. Like, they just go to the next thing. So it's like yeah. they finished this fight. It's like being in the French Foreign Legion. You're just sent to different wars. Yeah, yeah, the war never ends. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, like, a, a while ago, this guy died, Tyler the Creator. I think it was, it was Tyler. What was his name? No. You might be thinking Mac Miller. No, yeah. no, not Tyler the Creator. Fuck. What's his name? He died. He was a... How did he die? He was a... He's a black guy, and he gave, like, advice dating really... Oh, he advice. died recently. Yeah, what's yeah, his yeah. Name? I can't remember what he's called. Sean Michael. Um, what's it called? Um, and he was really controversial for some people. Well, they said he was a misogynist. Yeah. But then everyone was, like, celebrating his death. And I'm like, I mean, he's not Saddam Kevin Hussein. Samuels. Kevin Samuels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kevin Samuels died. I haven't watched his work, so I can't comment on his work. I think it was kind of like a treat me and Cuban Keen. A woman will yeah, not respect yeah, yeah. you yeah, if you sure. ever show her yeah. any respect. Okay. <laughs> but 
when he died, people like literally are like celebrating online. It's like, I mean, yeah, he's not Saddam. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, let's. Yeah. yeah. Let's chill. Like, and you'll see to... a famous person will die and they'll go, for all the people saying he's a great guy, my mate served him in, in Denny's in 2004 yeah. and he was a cunt. And you're like, fuck off. Well, you know? you're a cunt right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you die, I'm going to say, for all the people saying that guy's a nice guy, when this guy died, he told a story about of Denny's. What a cunt they were. The thing is, well, the ringleader always gets turned on in Twitter. Everyone on Twitter who's always leading the charge, someone will find the tweet. Any especially with white people any virtuous white person on twitter is always like three tweets away from someone oh, going oh my god let's hear it <laughs> someone will go in 2011 here's a tweet of you yeah saying the n-word and making jokes about chinese people eating dogs it always happens i like instagram instagram's so much better i like videos of puppies and cakes yeah. That's all I get. Yeah. So you change your algorithm yeah. to get that. I look, I look at big houses, mansions, so I yeah. just get loads of pictures of big houses. Yeah. In uh, in south of France in America, it's quite good. What's your algorithm, Bobby? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like looking at pictures. I find it really boring. Okay. I post on Insta. Do you do Twitter? Yeah, I, I just read it a lot. Mm, I do as well. Just, I'm going to sit down and read Twitter for an hour. It's horrible. It's a horrible hobby. <laughs> then you just know what some fucking arsehole in Ipswich thinks of <laughs> Amber Heard. Number five, 1948, by Jackson Pollock, becomes the most expensive painting after it's sold privately for £140 million. Looked at the painting. Looks like a mess. It's it's just paint splattered on a on a canvas. Don't get it. Doesn't look like anything. Um, I've said this on the pod before. Good art should look like what it's meant to look like. If it's a cat, I want to see a cat. Well, Red, I think. Of it. <laughs> Do you want to see a cat? Would that make you run away? Wait, by, by your logic, mm-hmm. a painting of a cat could be worth like a million dollars, but then. A cat should be worth like a billion dollars. Why? Because the, you're saying the more real something is, the more valuable it is. <laughs> no, because it's, so, oh, it's different. Things so, like you. a picture of you could be worth like ten bucks, but you, you're I'm worth. worth the pro- I'd say a few hundred quid. Okay, good. One hundred percent. When I was in Thailand, these people were taking pictures, and I thought, "Are they doing this for a sex trafficking thing?" Because this guy was just taking a picture of me for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I thought, "Is he sending this to an international web of sex traffickers?" And they're like, whoa. (laughs) He's a potential client. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, approach him, approach him. He looks like he joined the club. (laughs) He looks exactly like what we need. The The mustache seals it. No, I'll get it up for you and you see if you you like it. I don't don't like it. Number four. How does it make you feel? Uh, It just makes me feel annoyed that it's like that someone's made 140 million off this whereas i'm sat here with you two doing this <laughs> what do you think bobby i'm supposed to well sometimes you stare at a painting for a while i uh i mean anyone could do that well but they didn't but they didn't well i'll do it tonight okay look it's not the real thing but i'll sell it for half price 70 mil tim it's pretty yeah you like it no nah. Okay. I'm not a huge pilot. 
No, I'm not a fan of his at all. I think he's a con artist. Um, Red, your views on art are so like every like old like. Oh, this is an art. This is an art. This is an art. Is a painting of a river. This I is like, an art. I like the fruit wall because you can see the little pears there. Those are grapes. I want grapes. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one of the old man holding the dog? You know that sort of stuff. That's good. If you could be a painter, what would you paint? Um, like a, a sunset or the picture of the beach or a house in a, in a field with a little with some sheep out the front. But what would you be trying to say? Say, look, I saw a house painting it. It looks exactly like the real thing. <laughs> Hence, I'm a very good artist. <laughs> I'd love to paint like really weird impressionistic paintings, and they get like really popular. I mean, sell for a lot of money, you know. And it's just I would like have a breakdown if that happens. These are like. <laughs> But these are like, they're like shaded, you know, they're like, so you can't quite tell what it is. It's like really darker on the outside and then just like there's an empty space and no one knows. And I, I refuse. I say, listen, my art, it's not for the artist to tell you how to interpret what I've done. I just want you to enjoy it. And for maybe 40 years, my, you know, the price goes up, the price goes up, like a couple presidents buy my paintings and things are going really well. And then the end of my life, I'm in my 80s. My wife is gone. My 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 children are grown. Why is your wife gone? She's died. She's. I mean, I'm. We're all very old people. I live in a bungalow. I don't. I stopped painting because I I lost my passion for it. But why you live in a bungalow? You sort of. Well, I just. I'm on on the ground floor. It's simple because I'm old. My legs don't work as well as they once did. And you pledged all your money to Ukraine. I pledged my money. I haven't given it. But uh, and I do it. I do an interview, and then they say, "Can you?" Before you die, just for for the records, can you tell us what what are your paintings? We know that there's something, and then I say, "All right, I didn't want to say because I thought it might affect the value of the paintings." But um, they're it's children's assholes. <laughs> I painted children's assholes. I didn't I didn't know how to say it at first. It started getting popular and then I just I didn't I just I just so I never I never announced what do they mean? I never announced what it was, but people really liked it. It's a yeah, look, I, I was I was giving my kid a bath when I was a younger man. I thought that looks funny. I'll paint I painted one, I painted another, I painted another, I did it's not like a bunch of different it's the same one over and over from different angles. That was, I just saw once the image was in my mind. It wasn't it's not a pedophilic thing. It was just a children's asshole. Listen, I'm gonna go die now. <laughs> my my cousin uh, had a roommate, uh, and the roommate had this painting he was working on. Ever since his girlfriend left him, and it smelled awful. <laughs> like it smelled really bad. And finally, my cousin was like, "What?" Is that evidently the dude every day since his girlfriend left had just been coming on the canvas once, uh, and it was just a year's worth of dried semen. Uh, well, the worst thing is, is some twisted artist would probably think that makes it worth more. You know what I mean? Some I, collector. I had another art project I wanted to do. Um, if I had a a son, mm-hmm. but it. I I would have to be your own self. So when I I wish I started this when I was a boy, where I take a picture of my penis every day. <laughs> every day I take a picture of my penis, right, mm-hmm. for my whole life. Mm-hmm. From like whenever I start 
till like I'm a very old man, mm. and then I die, and then um, be uh, all my friends and family. No one knows about this. All my friends and family get invited to my funeral, and mm. they think there's gonna be. They're like, no one's. Everyone's like, there's been no speeches. Mm-hmm. Are you talking? No. Are you talking? No. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. But they get there. There's a screen, and they sit down, and it's dark, and then um, the lights come on. And on the screen is a picture of my dick as a boy. And then, um, like, one of those kind of flash books, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A flip book, yeah. A flip book. But like, <laughs> you I, just see... You I see... didn't cut my hair for a year. Type. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just see thousands of pictures of my dick. <laughs> and it takes about ten minutes. And then, it's my, it's my dead dick. And then, it's my dick being cremated. And then it just comes up on screen. I say, that's my funeral. Get the fuck out. So who, in this scenario, who is going to take the last two pictures? A a good friend. Yeah. (laughs) Who'd have to be very trusted. Is is the friend in on the entire scheme? Well, I need someone, obviously, to carry out my wishes. And edit They'd have to be able to keep a secret as well. Someone who can keep his... They've signed an NDA. People with thyroids, without thyroids, are very good at keeping secrets. Yeah, vampires. (laughs) I think we've found our man. So the guy who bought the Jackson Pollock uh, 140 mil garbage waste of money, David Gaffin... Do you know who that is? Isn't he Geffen? Oh yeah, images. he's the guy that. No, get music, music guy. Yeah. He's the guy that bought the painting. Yeah, he bought the painting. Um, yeah, so he's big in music and stuff like that. But he's also got another uh, accolade to his name. He's the second most polluting man in the world. So his carbon footprint is the worst in America and the second worst in the entire world. Well, I mean that's they always take di- like world leaders out of the. What do they? Well, I mean Putin, or like the leader of like Biden or Putin. I mean, Putin's footprint's amazing. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's in a bunker. He's actually probably quite eco-friendly at the moment. So you were, talk- you were talking about fucked up art. Um, this was Mark and Dinos Chapman that I just sent you. It's called Zygotic Ac- Acceleration. Okay. And it's yeah, what? children all joined together. Jody, don't send me I don't this. like it, Jody. I don't like now. it. Jody just sent us loads of children. <laughs> we, we were moving on to David Jody. Geffen. What the hell? Jody just sent me, hey, I'm not going to show. You know it's funny? That's also on his home page. Yeah. <laughs> Jody, I think we know why you're not getting any work, Jody. This is what's on your fucking website. So he just sent me eight children attacked together. There's no private parts, luckily. Don't want it on my laptop, though, Jody. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, no, there are. They're, they're on their we faces. We sat next to Hunter Biden and fucking The private dress. parts are on their faces. I don't think you looked at it. I either. didn't look at it enough. <laughs> Why did you... That's just... Fro- that almost nothing to do with what we were talking about. Um, we sat through Bobby's cock story and you thought, well, I think the audience needed more of this, actually. Um, so thank you, Jody. Back to David Gaffin. He, um... He got loads of shit in the pandemic because he isolated uh, um, off Granada on his on his yacht with forty five members of staff. <laughs> so he just said, oh, "I'll still pay you, but you got you got to sit here with me on my yacht." That's not so bad. Yeah, I think it's quite a nice, nice. Way I mean, to do if it. you're gonna be isolated, what? I mean, if yeah. you're isolated, 
Everyone's like, he's tone deaf. He's like, he's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> what do yeah. you expect? What's he going to volunteer to soup kitchen? He can't change who he is. Yeah. Well, he's he could, but he's not going to. I wonder what, yeah, he's still got the polar coffee. Maybe he sold it. I think he might have sold it. But, yeah, you, what, what do you do with a £140 million painting? You just stick it up by your lewis. Well, it, a lot of it is just an investment. But then you go away and your idiot son has a party and... One of his mates just vomits on the hundred and forty yeah. million pounds. Oh, man, I did a show. Uh, comedians doing lectures, which is filmed in the National Gallery. Mm-hmm. And because I'm in a wheelchair, they took the. You have to get to the stage to the back where they keep all the paintings. That's like, cool. All the precious paintings. It was the most stressful. Drive just one spasm, and I owe the National Gallery like two hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very. Did you see any cool? Did you see any no, cool? No, they're shit? all boxed up. Oh fuck! Yeah. So he went. Everyone on Instagram went mental at Geffen because he wrote sunset last night with a travel brochure quality photograph of his vessel resting at anchor in the picturesque Caribbean Sea. And then he wrote, isolated in the Grenadines? Never heard that. Isolated (laughs) in the Grenadines, avoiding the virus. I hope everybody is staying safe. (laughs) I don't think that's that's quite nice. I mean, what's he going to do? Yeah. Not be on a yacht? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had an island or something, I wouldn't have stayed in England for the pandemic. I would have gone there with like 30 of your best friends. Well, his best friends are his servants, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, servants are like friends, but they do exactly what you want all the time. Yeah. They never disagree with you either, yeah. which is nice. Um, All right, we should do uh, Dick of the Year and then wrap this puppy up. It's a hard one, really. I only go for whoever invented Twitter. <laughs> That's how, think it's kind of ruined. that's how undetailed we are on this podcast. <laughs> who Not even the name of the person who invented Twitter. Just whoever invented Twitter. Was that Jack Dorsey? Did he invent Twitter? It was probably Jack Dorsey. Yeah, created by Jack Dorsey, Noah Glass, <laughs> Biz Stone, and Evan Williams in March 2006. You uh... bunch of dicks. You've ruined everything. No one's fun anymore. Um, and life is boring because of you. And I think I'd go as far as saying... We've had some serial killers be dicks. This is my, I feel most strongly about this one. Well, I I hate Twitter because it's affected how I live my life negatively. Like, Mm -hmm. it's the worst addiction. Mm -hmm. At least if you're a drug addict, you have stories. And you have highs. Yeah, there's no high from Twitter. (laughs) At least you have to walk to get your drugs as well. You can't just open your eyes and grab it. Twitter's like gambling, except you spend most of the time watching people gambling. Once in a while, you gamble, and you always lose because you get four likes. Yeah, or if you do win, you get fake dollars. You know, It's like being paid in Monopoly money. Yeah, followers. Like, we got more followers. And you don't even get many followers. You can get two and a half thousand likes, which I I did the other week, actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I got four followers from it. (laughs) It's a fucking waste of time. So Jack Dorsey, is he going to sell to Elon Musk? What are you hiding, Jack? Grow some balls. Sell to Elon. (laughs) I thought he did. No, apparently he's not now. Elon's saying they're too shady. I think Elon Musk doesn't want it, actually. No, he's just fucking around, isn't he? 
Yeah. He's a bit of a troll, Elon Musk, isn't he? Well, yeah, I think he might have just been trying to distract people from the fact that Oh, the sexual harassment. Sexual harassment case came out. A big smoke screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't he say, um, they were like, she's like, yeah, he said, wank me off. And he's like, well, if you gave me a massage, what tattoos have I got on my body that no one else has seen? <laughs> well, not a bad question. I mean, yeah. if it's true, I don't know. But mm. he, uh, it, yeah, he said the, the, I read that the journalist got in touch with him for comment on the article, so we knew it was coming out. And then later that day, he tweeted, I am no longer a Democrat. I'm now a Republican. Like, he just changed teams, the team mm. that wouldn't care about a, a, oh, okay. a sexual harassment Well, he'll allegation. probably be our leader one day. This is funny to, but, uh, you know, mm. he, uh, we'll see what he gets up to. It's so funny to think, like, it's like, this important economic philosophy associated with those two things, like it's not just ideological, you know. What do you mean? Just like, oh, I'm gonna change my whole economic stance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's just but he's not. I mean, he already was living like a Republican. Yeah, yeah, you know? I know. Hates unions. Yeah, yeah, uh, he no, said a lot of the reasons he hates yeah, unions. I'm yeah. like, oh, what a great guy. We all pledge to be liberal, you know, yeah. at various points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, hey, if you are enjoyed that. Why? What? No. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do another. Tim, what was, what was bigger, nominated for a BAFTA or being asked on here? Oh, that's kind of it. It's okay. a dream come true. Thank you. What a shit dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am small. <laughs> all right, well, if you enjoyed that, we are. Uh, Carrying on in the Patreon. If you want another app with Tim. If yeah. Tim wants to stay, we'll see. But no, uh but I can't leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim needs <laughs> locked the doors. Because of Tim's physical limitations. Yeah. He does need my help to get out of the room. So I decide if Tim's on the Patreon. But you can just be on it silently looking at your phone. This is where Tim lives now. <laughs> you live in the chair chair boy. Having the mic. Morse code just save me. Well, you could also just say help. <laughs> <laughs> We're not cutting your tongue out. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we, we talk about Saddam Hussein more. You might get ideas. <laughs> uh, honestly, the I'll more I hear the about time. the guy, the more I like him. But yeah. all right, uh, well, thank you. Make sure you make sure you tell your friends about this podcast. Give us some more reviews as well, please. If you if you haven't reviewed us on fuck reviews, go to Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> slash the year is bought and sign up for the Patreon. Uh, three pounds a month. You get an extra episode every week. I don't yeah. care if you review us. There's I want your money and, and I content. want you to listen to the extra app because we're having a fucking great time making them. They're better than this one. I don't think they're better. It's an addition. I'd say it's better because it's more wild. The, uh, Loads of big showbiz secrets revealed. Yeah, yeah. Red, Red talks about all the people he's got to sign NDAs. So yeah. we find out why he's done that, <laughs> what she's been up to. Yeah. But it's, since it's on Patreon, it's never admissible in court is what we've told him. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <what I> heard. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And thank you, Tim Renko. Tim Renko, thank you. Oh, and thank you to our super genius patrons. We would not be here without you. Matthew and Christopher. 
We appreciate it. And if any of our other patrons, you want to get a shout out every episode, you know what you got to do. You got to move to the top tier, baby. Become a super genius. You could use your money wise. (laughs) Shut up, Tim. (laughs) Shut up, Tim. Thank you, Jody's thyroid. Goodbye. Jody's thyroid. (laughs) That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody. And also, I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.